Hello, everybody, and welcome to the newest indoor adventure in Apocalypse Keys. I believe part 11 of this playthrough. We're starting out for a brand new spooky mystery referring to the oldest house. Today uh -huh. is December 17th, 2023, and you are loved. And that is a very important thing that we like to remind each and every single one of our viewers and listeners at the beginning of each and every single one of these games. If this is your first time joining us, you can go to youtube.com slash indoor adventures to check up on all of the VODs of each of the games that we have played up until this point, or you can go towards where anywhere audio casts are being made available for free. You can also find us there under the same moniker. But speaking of things that are being made available for free, if you go to patreon.com slash indoor adventures, you can check up on our after show called Nights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from each other but also from the community so if you have any questions for myself or any of these other fine folk feel free to again join us at patreon.com slash indoor adventures but let's say you already support us on youtube you already support us on patreon and twitch and all of those other wonderful places and you're trying to think to yourself where can i go to help support this fantastic show even more well, guess what, Acorns? I got your back, quite literally, in fact, because if you go to indooradventure.redbubble.com, we got t-shirts, we got posters, we got mugs, we got crop tops, throw pillows, shower curtains, aprons, clocks. We even have face masks with the symbol of Tiamat upon them, designed by our very own Cyberwolf1201, where all of the proceeds of our merch is currently going to help support Doctors Without Borders. <sighs> so, if you would like to help support a good cause, or possibly help support the show, you can again go to indooradventure.redbubble.com. That is indooradventure, no s at the end, .redbubble.com. But, that is it for my opening spiel. So, hey Noir, who are you playing today? Uh, today I'm playing uh, Joe, aka Judas, who's just out here to have a good time. Um, that's it. Stop perceiving me now. And that means I'm next. Hi, I'm Anita, and tonight I am playing Dynast, or Din, who is an angel of the Lord. Biblically accurate, and current caretaker of one Larry, Agent Yates' dog. This is going to go wonderfully. It's important. <laughs> that brings it over to me. Hey, everyone. It's me, Sir Heckelot. You know, I'm here. I'm on your screen. And as per usual, tonight I'm playing Eden. Um... She uses she, they pronouns, and I do as well. Um, and she is the found playbook. Um, and yeah, certainly nothing will go wrong in this house with this cool looking cat. It'll be fine. Fin uh, <laughs> And I am the indoor adventurer, he, him. And tonight I shall be playing as Lucius Alexander. We, uh, he uses he, they pronouns. And we are going to be playing the Hungry Playbook. Put a little German there. Don't know why, but let's rock it. Let's go. <laughs> let's do it. Um, Simon, uh, Jake says that you're half as loud as the rest of us ah! are, so you might want to bump yourself a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, everybody, hi, I'm Sarah Roberts. I use any pronouns, and I am going to be taking these folks uh, through the adventure today. And yes, Larry is immortal. Larry will live forever. Do not worry. I don't kill pets. Um, but content warning, there is a pet in this episode. And they, oh, hi, Watson. Oh, baby. <laughs> uh, <laughs> with that, why don't we roll that intro, Simon? And we'll do the recap right after. Intro, take us who There are things that go bump in the night. 
and we are the ones who bump back. Good morning, everyone. I'm gonna be away for a few days to do some field work. I know I don't really look like the on-hands type of agent, but we've all gotta pay our dues. Well, so to speak, anyway. I hope you don't miss me too much. Uh, sorry, that's presumptuous of me. Um, see you all soon. monsters. Several personnel, agents, and Omen-class monsters have been reported missing, changed, or terminated. Black Alert Protocol activated. Do not approach the oldest house. It does not exist. Its lies are ancient and inescapable. It is hungry and cannot be sated. The oldest cat has come to me in my dreams and purred against what's left of my heart, but I, I can't remember. I can't remember what the oldest house wants me to do. I need to disappear. I need, I need to become changed and unchanged, bodied and unbodied, and please don't open the door. Don't open the door, don't open the door, don't open the door. I, I don't want to. Please. Please, 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 please. kept going i think it might have just been like the ambient noise going on in the background at least from what i was saying but who knows who knows anyway recap what's that about uh well let's see uh last time y'all wrapped up your adventures and said goodbye to the folks on uh the island the members of mysterious having successfully saved all of the youths there from the corrupting forces of the professor who was not the professor. And upon returning home, you all got to enjoy some much needed downtime. There was some wingmanning going on, some solitary gardening, some 
arrangements were made to pass off a animal companion from your trusty handler to a member of your team. And someone woke up to Bloody Marys pre-made in their fridge. And then almost as if you had been all pulled right from a dream, you found yourself standing in front of the oldest house, being greeted by the oldest cat. And as you all assessed, <laughs> yes, Watson is the oldest cat. <laughs> uh, as you all assessed where you were and tried to figure out what you had recently been doing, you all looked about in confusion and one of you realized that you had a tape recording on a small handheld cassette tape. And you heard the voice of Agent Yates speaking to you about the oldest house and the personnel that had gone missing there, begging you not to enter, not to go in. And then the transmission recorded on the tape stopped. And the cat, the oldest cat, looks at you all expectantly. Oh, would you all like to come in? We can, and they stretch in one of those downward cat stretches where they appear impossibly long. We can all talk more inside again. Well, it's not like we have any other options. It's just going to walk it to we just follow the cat. Okay. Uh, Yates told us not to go in to the house. Yep. You're still walking. Well, it's not like you ever listened to Yates anyways. Uh, and I'm going to <laughs> look at Larry. Do you want to try and find Papa? Larry pants up at you, tongue lolling out the side of his mouth. Not a thought behind those eyes. Oh, sweet boy. That's Come okay. On. I'm sure he has the best nose. The coldest snoot. <laughs> Lucius, are you going in as well? I think Lucius is like... He knows, uh, apparently he owes the oldest cat, uh, according to the notes that I have uh, from last session. He, is, he has met the oldest cat before. Um, so I think that Lucius, he will follow behind, but I think he's more sort of sus about the fact that, uh, again, according to my notes, we all have odd superficial adjustments and damage about us. Um, so he's like trying to remember, like, did I get into a fight? Like, did, like, how did he's, he's more curious, like how we got here mm -hmm. because his understanding and his, his desire to remember things is, uh, a, a pretty, pretty strong desire to, uh, as somebody who is consumed by hunger at moments, he likes knowing what's going on. Um, so I think that he will. Like, I think that, like, they're already, like, Lucius, are you coming? And he's, like, has to, like, kind of snap himself out of, like, where the fuck am I? How did I get here? Um, 
And then he'll, like, see the oldest cat, and the oldest cat will do that thing where, like, they curl around a door. He's like, right, I, I owe that cat my life. I have to, I have to, <laughs> I have to pay that forward. Uh, and yeah, he'll follow, the, he's, he's very confused by this. The harder you try to think about it, Lucius, the foggier your head feels. A very unnerving feeling for you with, a, with as much knowledge as you tend to hold and recall. And as you all follow the oldest cat into the oldest house, as you walk, it's as if this structure begins to build itself around you. A wood panel here, a gray carpet mysteriously appearing underneath your feet. Fluorescent office light suddenly appearing above. A painting hangs behind you on a wall that you don't remember there being a wall there moments before that reflects a dream, a recurring one that nearly all of you have had. The oldest cat trods on, expressing their distaste over the rudeness of the oldest house. <sighs> really, you can't wait to rearrange yourself until I get them somewhere comfortable. It looks up at the ceiling and purrs. I wish I could stop it, but, and it looks over a shoulder at you all. As you all know, my power is dwindling. The infiltrators are corrupting and claiming the power of the oldest house. The sooner you get to stopping it, the sooner I can go back to taking a nap. As you walk on, the halls are dark wood. The walls pulsate around you almost like a beating heart. Paintings hang on either side, but every subject has their back turned to you. Or are they covering their faces with their hands? Underneath each painting, you see small plaques with strange titles upon them. The Garden Eternal, The Cracked Vow, The Knight's Scream. The oldest cat brings you to a room filled with outdated computers, monitors flickering on, the keyboards softly typing on their own, whatever is said and unsaid in the room. Oh, I cannot trust my own memories, unfortunately, or I would be able to tell you more. The oldest cat purrs at you all as they Find a spot near one of the computers settling down on a warm keyboard. All I know is someone or something has infiltrated the oldest house. It was not called or invited in. You are all aware that this is not the first time you've come here, right? I suspect that uh, you and myself have made several attempts to take back the oldest house. However, I'm more confident that you'll be successful this time around. Call it a cat's intuition, says as it settles down further, spreading itself out on the keyboard and resting its arm or its head upon its arms. All right. 
So. You said that there were intruders. Mm, I believe so. And these intruders, what do they look like? What are they exactly? Um, I do not know. They could be the paintings. They could be the bugs in the walls. That is why you are here. And Yates, did Yates come here before us? Yates. Mm. I met a Yates a long time ago. Fabulous writer when he walked in. Even better poet when he walked out. Different Yates, I would assume. Watson yowling in the background. Yeah, he does that. That's <laughs> fine. Thanks for the sound effects, buddy. It's perfect. <laughs> he's he's portraying his role. He's role playing right now. <laughs> um Yeah, I think Lucius will just start like looking around the room, opening doors to like see where they lead from where we are. Okay. As you move through this room where things are being typed and untyped, spoken and unspoken, you open up to see several different sites. One door leads to underground catacombs. Another has you looking at yourself, looking at your back, looking out the same door. And it goes so on and so on and so on and so on. Almost as if the house is mirroring where you're at. A third one. You see a curated museum with beautifully lit exhibits. And as you close the store and turn back to everyone else, several dot matrix printers start up by themselves as messages begin to come through. I'm going to pick up one of the sheets of paper as it comes through. Is it the ones with the old punch? Yep. It yeah. is. You're in a room full of outdated tech. <laughs> um, Wait, hello? In large capital letters, you see, go no further. Division is ours. The apocalypse is on our terms and so on. But a few of the printers hastily printed in thick strokes of red, print out other messages from personnel or agents from division. You see a few names you recognize. Angel being one of them. Help us. You almost made it last time. Please don't give up. Gates. Yeah. Booze, where? Mm, did you look in your hand or maybe in the cupboard? You could try under the desk. It's going to be wherever the house deems it most uh, suitable. Uh, okay, fine. Um, looking in the cabinet and then under the desk. Okay. There will uh, be a hissy fit if there's nothing fast. <laughs> You begin going searching through this room, and 
as you look about, you actually lift the lid on what you think is a wastebasket, but as it pulls up, it's a cooler. And yeah. within you find several bottles of amber liquid. Oh, now we're in business. <laughs> Just immediate. Yeah, you find yourself some uh, wonderful bourbon. Okay. Uh, question for our keeper of doors. Mm -hmm. uh, is there a uh, mystery sheet for this game? There is. Let me put you on it. Come on. You can do it, roll 20. Please, roll I 20. I believe in you. There we go. Yay. Oh, it, we're at uh, Men and Ongol Murders again. What? Oh, no. We're back back here. No. Oh, oh, I know the answer to this, Lynn. <laughs> Get out. It's the white guy Get with dress. You supposed just to like see my thought. shame. <laughs> All right, let me find you the correct one. Awesome. Thank you very much. Chat amongst yourselves. <laughs> Uh, Bamp everybody. Joe's just gonna go up. The machine has its fuel now. I'm ready to solve the mystery and save the day and go the fuck back home. Uh, I think that uh, Din sort of leans down to Leary and gives him a little scritch behind the ears and says, Maybe your papa was a good writer. You see, he's left a note for you. He says he loves you very much. There's just tail thumping on the floor as he looks up with you. I refuse to accept that I live in a world where Yates is good at anything other than being a thorough pain in my ass. He's a very good dog father. Scratch, scratch, scratch. He's a <clears throat> polite young man. Sure. Oh. <laughs> I... Oh... I would like to use an ability uh, if, okay. I, if I could. Uh, what would you I'm, like to try? I'm not sure if I could use it like this, but hell, we're going to give it a whirl. Uh, I have the ability to uh, control emotions near me. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, hold on, let me actually pull up the thing. Yeah, emotional amplification. Okay. Uh, I figure in order to amplify an emotion, I should be able to sense them. So I wanted to know if I could sense any emotions other than the, those of my companion and this old ass cat. Uh can you can you read to me the wording on the move? Emotion amplification. <laughs> it's it's the <laughs> your powers of darkness. Okay. That's that's all um, it says. Um So you'll I, need to you'll I, need to roll uh let me uh, see, what do you roll for that one? I would roll uh Unleash I could the find dark, anything. I believe. Yeah, I believe that would be un an unleash the dark if you'd like to try. Yeah, I'll give that a go. Um, I, I because I'm doing unleash the dark, I immediately get uh three darkness tokens. I will be spending two of them. Okay. Um, I still haven't figured out how to like get it to do it for me. <laughs> so. If you just put the the spend in the token and you don't manually drop them down, it will automatically use them when you roll. Okay, let me let me see if I did it right. Okay, um, no. <laughs> Let's see. Here, here we go. Here we go. 
Oh, yay. I, I did do it right. Um, but it's a disastrous success. <laughs> uh, a disastrous okay. success means your control falters and you go too far. Choose one, but the keeper describes an unintended uh, consequence. So um, what I will choose is that... Um, I will get what I want from them. Like, you're supposed to target this at someone, but I'm just mm -hmm. trying to see if there are targets. So I'm going to say I get what I want from, from this move, uh, but then you get to tell me how it goes terribly, terribly wrong for me. Yeah. You... You do feel out for emotions to find them and amplify them. You feel confusion and apathy and lust and hate and exhaustion, ex exuberance. You feel the full spectrum of emotions, almost to an overwhelming point as you feel the emotions of the oldest house itself radiating all around you in every direction for what seems like forever. Does this house even have walls? Where does it even stop? The emotional whiplash you get does not sit well with all that bourbon in your belly. Oh. Mm. Mm. Nobody look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, I forgot how much I hate this fucking house. <laughs> the oldest cat stretches on the desk, rolling over on the keyboards, pressing several down and on the screens. There's just gibberish that pops up from where it presses down. Well... That's the second time you've done that. Oh, fuck you, cat. Your old friend left when you did that. Which friend? Oh, let we don't need to talk. You keep talking and I'm going to use you to clean my mouth. gonna immediately kind of walk out as <laughs> to cut that conversation off immediately. <laughs> and it's not even being subtle about it. I think he's too sick to be subtle about it. It's just like a very much a uh, fuck this. <laughs> Alright, you're leaving without the others? Yep. Okay. What are the rest of you up to? I'd like to start searching for keys. Okay. Go ahead and roll me a uh, grasp a key. I'd like to search for a clue. Beluska do, you can too. And... There's a miss. Do I want to mark ruin folks off this off the bat here? I'm at two. <laughs> when has that ever stopped you? 
<laughs> it never has. You're right. Uh, I'd like to mark uh, Ruin to uncover the key anyways, um, but you get to reveal how I come closer to being a harbinger. Oh, <laughs> uh, what's Din's playbook again? <laughs> uh, the I am the uh, last. Okay. Remind me again what the darkness demands of you. Oh, absolutely. I'd love to. I'd love to tell you uh, that the darkness demands that I destroy all life on Earth and betray those that I love. Ah, yes. You see as you're walking through this room, Din, you see all of this out of date tech, but you see some things that aren't tech. You see some very you see some very analog items. A Polaroid camera here a older disposable camera there things that you know most people have just gotten rid of these days everything is digital even that little little thing that you carry around to text yates on and you find old photographs of an abandoned abandoned bunker full of shadows and as you look at one of these photographs the figures move closer and closer towards you every time you look away from it that's unsettling where did joe get off to we shouldn't split up in this place Yeah, I think like when you say that, Lucius, like most likely didn't hear Joe leave because he's like closing a door, opening the door, <laughs> closing the door, opening it again to see if it's changed at all. Like being very meticulous, running his hands over uh, the wood grain of the boards on the wall and on the floor. Um, and when you say that Joe has left... Uh, I think Lucius like just stands up and just which door did he go through? I didn't see. Yeah, this is the one thing that we always knew about this house is not to go off by ourselves. We can't change him. Well, we can't stop him. And now we can't even follow him. If you like, I can lead you to where he went. Well, maybe we'll just give that a little bit. We'll find him after. We'll find him when it's time. All right. And speaking of it being time, Joe, can you grab a D8 and roll it for me? Ooh, I would love to. <laughs> oh, what does that mean? I rolled a two. Let's get busy. <laughs> Fantastic. But am I going to die? 
What if you are already, what if you're already dead? Um, oh, cool. <laughs> Joe, as you go walking through this this house, the layout doesn't make sense. You swear you go down the same hall with the pictures, but as you turn the corner to go towards the front doors, they're not there anymore. You walk through a kitchen and then you walk through a bedroom. Then you walk through the identical hallway that you had just walked through, except this time all of the portraits are in black and white. And then you turn another corner and it's more of the same hallway. It feels never ending until you open a door and walk through without really realizing where you're going. And you find yourself in the catacombs. Down here, the boiler room's pipes and metal give way to ancient tombs. In the distance, there is the sound of metal clanging on metal and the soft sound of a choir. Why do you recognize the ghosts that haunt this place? What do they want, Joe? Uh, probably because I put them here somehow. <laughs> Like I, I think, uh, I think uh, these might be some people that were involved in a, in a, in a hit or a job that I used to do when I hung out with my old friend, uh, you know, Al uh, Capone over in Chicago. Show <laughs> <Joe> killed <laughs> with. <laughs> He trusted you to do his taxes. He trusted Capone. you. I told him I don't like numbers. I don't Bruce know. Right hand man. Okay. What do they? What do they want, Joe? Oh, um, I think they want an apology more than anything. You know, that's not gonna happen. Like, listen, it was a job. Y'all knew what it was. <laughs> As you say that, these men in suits a bit baggier than the style today everything is so slim and tailored a bit boxier back then with their fedoras some with holes going through the middle of them others with jackets that look like swiss cheese stained with red they begin to walk around and circle you they don't reach for you, but they stand there, staring blankly back at you. I mean, I honestly, fellas, you couldn't do it when you're alive. You can't do it now. <laughs> just blowing out a cigarette. It's just gonna smoke it in the middle. <laughs> oh, Joe, what would we do without you? So As you stand. As you stand there smoking, suddenly, you tell him. <laughs> from seemingly out of nowhere in this space of death, dozens of projectors descend from the ceiling, displaying video footage across the walls from different timelines. There is a truth in the contradictions that they show you. Patterns that cannot be ignored as the clock ticks forward. What cold announcement 
comes from the unseen speakers in this footage, Joe. Oh, what what kind of announcement? What cold announcement comes mm. from the unseen speakers in this footage? Mm. I think it, it'll just be an announcement saying that the house demands another tribute. And I think that's I think that's the the one thing Joe would hear that would actually um ruffle his feathers a bit. Like uh, 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 an announcement stating that he'll have to leave one here again. Okay. Sorry, my clock is not ticking forward like it's supposed to. There it goes. No, you don't need to do that. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, I do. All right. So you hear this ring out that another tribute is owed to the house. Do you do anything? Take a deep breath. I take a deep uh, uh, suck up the cigarette and just go, uh, you know, House, I think I've got you figured out. The only way to beat you is to not give a shit. So kindly take that announcement and the cat shove it through whatever the house equivalent of an ass is. As good, you're saying this. Good bourbon, though. <laughs> As you're saying this to the ceiling, a voice from behind one of the figures standing around you, standing around you, uh, speaks out. Oh, hello. Hello. Um, <clears throat> yes, the hanged man here. Uh, terribly pleased to make your acquaintance home. Oh my, to meet you in person, to stand in the presence of such a fine hero. Uh, what fine, what a fine omen you are. Uh, are you here to check in on the applicants? As a person with a long, a long spindly body and a pure white face for a head with no facial features, steps between these suited figures. They have a rope hanging around their neck, tied like a tie, as the hangman steps forward. <laughs> I will show him to you. And with that, let's check in on the others. Din, Lucius, Eden. Joe's gone missing. Weird messages have come through to you all, and the doors lead to strange places. What do you do next? I think that Eden at this point like has been really trying to focus on any signs of life that she can even detect in this house somehow because um, she knows there's the cat and the group and I think the only other thing that's been mentioned is like maybe some bugs in the walls but like i don't know are there any house plants around is there anything else crawling around she, i think that's what she's trying to focus in on yeah there's a there's a few house plants uh in this room you've passed a few as you come in as any house would would have in the hallways there was one by the door 
Uh, there is a, uh, a fiddly fig in this room. Are they real? <laughs> Are they fake plants? You go and you check it out. You touch the leaf and it feels real. And like it's you know it's pretty dark in here. Despite that, they're they're fine. As you stand there, fiddling with this fiddle leaf fig, Eden. Suddenly, a vine whips out at you. Eyes open up on each of the leaves, as do mouths of razor-sharp leafy teeth, and it bites at you. No! <laughs> How dare it! Nom nom. Ah! I <laughs> recoil. <laughs> the pot begins moving towards all of you using these vine-like appendages to come forward. What you gonna do, Eden? Man, I'm just imagining Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> that is just feed me. Feed that is me, Seymour. Feed me. Um, man, uh... I don't know, I don't really want to lash out at this thing, but, like, I also don't want it to eat me or my friends, either. <laughs> um, yeah, tell you what, um, I mean, being, you know, an embodiment of the Garden of Eden, I feel like she would have a good idea of, like, what parts of this plant are, like, safe to prune or cut away that could maybe make it like be not dangerous um for the time being um i think yeah she'll she'll put that um kind of forward towards like getting this thing away from <laughs> the others in the group um and tell them kind of like where to aim uh, but yeah i think she'd like to unleash the dark and trying to do okay that. go ahead I think this gives a new meaning to wanting to do a perfect hit, not wanting to <laughs> underwhelm or overwhelm. I think that's actually very fitting. Um, okay, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna use one darkness token and see where that takes me. The perfect hit of a nine. Okay, what do you get on a perfect hit? Uh, I mean, this is just basic move unleashed. Mm -hmm. So um, okay, let's see. Um. So you're trying to commune with it? Um, I mean, I'm yeah, I'm just trying to get it to stop what it's doing and like try not to eat us. Um, if she has to, like, she is not above, um, you know, just like clipping off some of these vines. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, she can, yeah, she can go like full, like you know, like crab, like crustacean mode again, get a little like you know, little pinchers and just if if she needs to um but yeah it's just going to try to um make this thing like yeah i mean communing with it i think communing with it would be okay um appropriate of just like 
hey, we're we're not here to threaten anybody. We're just trying to see what's wrong with this house. It's, I hope that's not you. Funny you should say that because as you reach out to commune with it, you realize that this is not a plant made of plant matter. It is a plant made of flesh and blood. And as you reach out to it, there is only one message that comes back to you. And it is that the oldest house is ours. We are here now. It is ours. And it's going to, in response, whip out at you with a, uh, with a tentacle. And it's going to impose a, uh, the condition, uneasy. Yeah, okay. Lucius and Din. You uh, just saw a plant come to life and lash out at Eden. Eden's is... supposed to be friends with plants. No, but this plant is so fascinating. It is the wrong color. It has eyes and teeth. And Lucius is like, there is a kindred spirit moment with this weird <laughs> little fucked up guy. Uh, however, um, he chose the wrong day. So Lucius, I think, um, I would like to use my corrupting touch power uh, from the powers of darkness that I have to try Ooh. and just like essentially blight it like like absorb whatever life essence is from this thing and leave it shriveled and decayed okay so i think for that i would need unleash the dark correct i think so too yeah okay i'm going to use one darkness token ah 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 let's see here do i have a bond i have one bond with Dynast. Um, and I can use my bond to put it up one or down, right? Yeah. Okay. Unless it's a bond with me, in which case you could do three. Got it. I think that I will use my bond with Dynast. Um, specifically, it, Lucius's abilities take longer to kill over an extended period of time but they are really good for creating an opening for somebody else to come in and take care of the problem. So I think that his corrupting touch um, by uh, using his his bond with Dynast, I think that he's going to try and like create an opening uh, mm -hmm. to give Dynast uh, the give Dynast the chance to like actually uh, do the thing. Like he's going to try. Um, so I think with that, uh, with my eight, I get to choose two. I want to expose a weakness or a flaw, and I'm going to confuse them for some time. Okay. Yeah, you uh, you get between this thing and Eden, and it doesn't quite know what to make of you uh, coming up on it. You're not like the other one. You're not trying to be nice to it. And you managed to get it to twist around so it is completely looking away from where dynast is standing and i think at that moment dynast pulls the flaming sword out from the void in their chest and swings down on top of this plant i beast. love it um, and i think that's going to be an unleash the dark for me as well 
Yeah, give me that darkness. Let's do it. Okay, okay. Uh, Unleash it. Uh, let's go. Uh, and I also have a bond with Lucius that I would like to spend. Yeah. So All right, can, let's I do it. So that I can succeed on that role. Um, also, I earned an experience from that previously failed role. Um, so, uh, let's see. I also get something extra um, when I unleash the dark because I have reshaped by despair. Um, so, um, I get to choose from an, another uh, list of options. Uh, okay. As well as um, what I get. So, I get a bonus. Um, so, I get to choose two. Uh, I would like to get past their defenses and inflict a condition. Mm -hmm. um, and I would like to avoid reprisals, harm, or cost. Okay. And of the extra ones that I can get, it's a separate list. Um, I would like to uncover a key at great cost as well. Okay. You are so you're swinging at this with your sword. Then, are I'm you going, going for my sword? Okay. And I think because um, we're shaped by despair, I get to describe how my form mm -hmm. changes through violence and beauty, causing those around me to despair. I mm -hmm. think that uh, as I pull out the sword, portions of my chest continue to crack away, uh, and the gaping void that is there just uh, becomes larger and more swirling uh, with nothingness uh like a tiny black hole singularity that i've pulled this flaming sword from uh and i'm just going to slice straight through this uh through this plant beast i love that and thank you for inflicting a condition because it only took one uh to end this little um friend we'll say question mark and as you slice down it loses the form that it has taken to disguise itself in this room and you do you uncover a key uh as you slice forward the creature almost shrivels back and falls apart as it takes this hit and it has not many mouths but one and angry looking eyes as it shrivels back into a form that is akin to what you've seen depictions of the human brain looking like in cinema but with long tendrils coming off of it almost pseudopod like and they just hang there at the edge of your sword and in your when you go to pull your sword from it, there is a sickening squelch as a dark liquid that oozes from it splatters across you and into that open void that is in your chest. And from it, there is an inky blackness that begins to ink leak out at the edges. 
of the void. Is everyone all right? You say that there's a mysterious goo that's arrived, yeah? <laughs> it's, arri it's, a it's arrived. It's arrived. Can't wait to see what that that morphs into. I would like to use my saver sampling uh ability. <laughs> Be let me get to the key portion of this. Thank you. Please. <laughs> Before I forget. the goo. <laughs> Before you go, mm, the gray stuff, it's delicious. <laughs> Don't believe me, ask the dishes. Um. <laughs> I'm sorry, that just, that tickled me. I don't know why my brain went to Beauty and the Beast there. Um, I mean, it basically is. Things are animate here. Just in a much creepier way. Uh, as, as you are pulling out from this, you notice behind one of the desks, Din, a, the top of someone's head as though they're laying on the floor. And as you move to see who it could be, you find a corpse wrapped in a red telephone cord. Do I recognize it as a member of division? You don't. Although they do dress similarly to many of the agents that you have met. Smart suit, overcoat, dark shades, the whole men in black vibe. But this person appears to almost have been mummified. And I will add this to your list. Thank you. Lucius, would you like to lick the goo? Yeah. Okay. Get in on it. All right, get in there. Um, by the way, uh, this is what the little little duder looked like. Oh, he's friendly though. He looks like Krang. <laughs> he looks. He kind of ended up looking Look like a cabbage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a, it's like if a if a Muppet was a an evil villain. Uh, are you using a move here as you lick the goo? Uh, so I'm posting a picture of Krang and questions for the courts just for to educate the younger audience. Um, so this is one of my powers of darkness. So I think that I would use unleash the dark, correct? Uh, yes. Okay. Or at least, or... Because I think that we don't even have to roll on our powers of darkness. Right? I don't know. I'll still roll. Uh, yeah, no, your powers of darkness, I believe you do roll Unleash the Dark, but you get the effect of the power of darkness. Gotcha. Okay. I can double check. It's been a while since we played. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Levi's saying to roll plus goo tokens. Roll plus goo. <laughs> roll for goo. Thanks, Levi. 
Uh, let me see here. It's loading. Okay. <laughs> Powers of Darkness. Page 21. Every PC has access to the Powers of Darkness. These powers are tied closely. Blah, blah. Uh, when the Fallen uses their soul venom to unleash the dark, it will feel different from how the Summon uses their colossal strength to unleash the dark. So you do roll unleash the dark. Okay. You just get the benefits of your power of darkness. Gotcha. I am going to roll for it then. Hope for the best. <laughs> Disastrous success. Oh, My no. control falters and I go too far choose one but the discreeper but the uh keeper describes an unintended consequence um okay. so what i'm choosing is that i get what i want from them which is to to figure out like what this what this black goo is nom, 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 nom. this black goo is their life force it's like their equivalent of blood but it's not made up of hemoglobin okay well that solves that question as he tastes says, a little like, fishy <sighs> tastes a little fishy yeah okay okay yeah not 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 in a pleasant way either uh and then uh what what, what was the uh the, the power of darkness that you were using uh the power of darkness that i was using was a new one that i had taken called saber uh -huh. sampling uh and saber sampling uh i made as a result of eating a bunch of corpses uh, at the monster graveyard uh, during the Missing Link adventure. Basically, if I eat something that's died, I can kind of figure out uh, a little bit more about it. Um, uh -huh. So, yeah. Do with that as you will. You said disastrous consequences, right? Yes. That is what it says. This This little guy is... That fish taste, once you get past it, this little thing is a delicacy and you want more. Oh, yeah. There is just like a, a, a tearing squelch as Lucius just like takes a chunk of it. And he's just going to be nibbling, like just kind of like gnawing on it uh, a little bit, I think. Like, or not even gnawing. I think that they are like reasonable sized bites. But it's kind of like how you would eat an apple uh, in contemplation. And I think that he doesn't even think about it after he like tastes that little bit of life force and just like. Mm, bad life force but kind of in like a lays potato chip is a bad potato chip kind of way like I, I i want more of it i know it's bad but like i can't stop mm. um so yeah i think he's gonna be munching on that absent-mindedly uh until it's gone or until he can find Ooh. okay how about this this one is small and kind of gross i think at this point lucius wants a bigger one he wants fresh. Like he wants to like, like basically like, oh, this one's fresh dead and like kind of burned along the edges because the sword, like he needs from the source uh, of, of this bad goo. Um, but he's still enjoying it. But I think that he, he has gained a little bit of an obsession with like wanting to try and track down where he can get more. Oh yeah. You're obsessed. Yes. 
You're you're very obsessed. I would say to the point that that's a condition. <gasps> Woo! Um, the oldest cat stands up and stretches, stepping on several of the keys as the computer that they were interfering with, we'll say, begins typing things that are said and unsaid once more. Now that they're not, you know, laying on the WASD keys. Uh, and scratches themselves behind the ear with their back paw. Oh, I see you're doing it again. Try not to go so far this time. Shall we go find your friend? Uh, Lucius, knowing that Joe will probably be near a bigger problem. Yes, I think it's, it's probably time. All right. Follow me. Stay close. Well, that's all been happening. Joe! <laughs> the hangman. Mm -hmm. They are so excited to meet you. They have heard so much about you. They stick their hands out eagerly wanting to shake your hand. I appreciate that you're excited to see me. You got good taste, but I'm not going to touch you. You look gross. I, oh, um, well, I thought that this outfit would be befitting a future agent of division. Is, should I have worn something else to the test? It's, it's not your outfit, it's your vibes. My vibes? Yeah. What's wrong with my vibes? I uh, just, I mean, you got real golden retriever energy, like the kids say. It's a lot right now for me. Um, I'm not looking for anything serious. You know, I'm just kind of. Right. Hey, do you know what infiltrated this house so I could kill it and go home? Oh, well, I have been working quite hard at that. And I am sure that I will pass the test as I've already found a key. I don't know that anyone else here has found one yet, but I thought that this might be helpful. Man, it's a simple yes or no question, but I'll take that key. And uh, <laughs> they produce uh, from behind them an antique rotary phone with blood splat splattered on it, and it starts ringing. It does that quite a lot. You ever pick up? Oh. Do you think I should have? You're like, see, that's the thing. Like, you got good taste, but your vibes are off. This is a good discovery, but, like, you didn't do anything with it. Here, I'm going to pick it up. Don't, don't be weird about it. <laughs> Just go oh. take the phone in. Uh, yeah, this is a joke. Certainly. Please be my guest. And <laughs> uh, they hand you over, hand over the phone. And you hear a familiar voice on the other side. Joe? Yeah, who's this? <laughs> what do you mean, who's this? We just spent the entire evening together as you hear Aoife's voice on the other end. Where did you go? Are you, are you coming back to the restaurant? So you, you call 
creepy phones often? Is that like, is that kind of, <laughs> is that a kink? You, you into that? I, I mean, I wouldn't call your cell phone creepy. I, I see this is, this is you not wanting to say that you're not interested. You know, it's, it's fine. I, I get it. It's, you know, I, as far as first dates go, I thought it was going great, but, um, you know, maybe I, if you just look, you don't have to do the, I just want to be friends. Bitch, Nobody's I, doing it, a bit. I listen. I'm. I picked up a spooky phone. You were on the other line. That. I mean. I'm not saying I am interested because I'm. I don't know that I'm ready to make that jump yet. But I'm not saying that I'm not interested because oh. I still like having accessibility to the option. So right now we're just kind of in this weird void, and this is a conversation that I shouldn't be having on a creepy rotary phone. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Uh, I don't love this moment. Forget this call ever happy. <laughs> you hang up on her. Okay. Well, um, <clears throat> so it was someone you knew then. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> right. Um. And the hanged man brings their gloved hand up to their mouth and makes a locking and throwing away a key gesture. Alright, we're just gonna put this phone somewhere else and then we're gonna let somebody else pick it up. And if it's Eva, then okay. But if it's not Eva, then first off, fuck this phone and this house and the cat still. <laughs> Oh, I'm switching back over to the rest of you as Joe has a temper tantrum. <laughs> you are all attempting to follow the cat through the house as the house is still dreaming and rebuilding itself. And this is where a custom move for this adventure comes into play. When you attempt to follow the oldest cat's guidance to navigate the oldest house, spend darkness tokens and roll. You wander uh, on an eight to 10, you wander into a welcoming area of the oldest house, choose one. You find a friendly face, you find an object from, from the oldest cat that can help you. You find evidence from your past self about what to do next. On a overshot, uh, the oldest house responds to your presence. Choose one of the above, but the keeper will describe what changes or what monsters you find waiting for you here. On a miss, the infiltrators in infiltrators intervene and temporarily cut off communications with the oldest cat. Prepare for the horrors of a reality fully corrupted. So I will need all three of you to roll. Well, okay. I'm so glad my temper tantrums have been saving me. <laughs> have they, though? Hey, you know, hold on. <laughs> Suddenly coming into play why Joe is dressed so nicely today, huh? Um, I'm going to spend a single darkness token with mine as well. Okay. I didn't need <laughs> boxcars. No. Yeah, I got an 11. I got 
exactly an eight with that single darkness token that I claimed before I hit the enter button. Thank God. All right. And uh, Eden, what did you get? 12? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Two overshoots and a perfect hit. Din, you are walking along and you suddenly realize that your companions are having trouble behind you. Now, uh, Din, you can choose one of these. You find a friendly face, you find an object from the oldest cat that can help you, or you find evidence from your past self about what to do next. Which one would you like to do? I will let you choose first. Ooh. think okay i think i would like i think i'd like to find a friendly face okay sounds good and for eden and lucius the oldest house responds to your presence choose one from the above but the keeper will describe what changes or monsters you find waiting for you here which one of the above would you like to choose find a friendly face Find an object from the oldest cat that can help you or find evidence from your past self about what to do next. I would like to find evidence. Evidence. Okay. Eden. All right. Oh, you know, I think it's fun to round out all three of them. So I'm going <laughs> to take the item from the cat then. The Go item the from spread. the cat. All right. Um, Wonderful. Din, up ahead, you hear the distinct sounds of a somewhat friendly face. They're the sounds of Joe throwing a temper tantrum and yelling at someone to shut the fuck up right behind the next door in front of you. Eden? Jo Joe? <laughs> Eden. <laughs> the oldest cat is trotting along right next to you and they go oh here one of these will be helpful it doesn't like the digital uh, and it hops up onto a nearby bookshelf and with its back paw kicks off a uh a small leather bound book with empty pages and uh, tied to the book is a small pencil. This should help you keep things straight from here on out. And Lucius, as you're walking along, you feel something hidden in your shoe. And as you stop to remove your, I'm assuming, very nice shoe. Yeah. Uh, between your foot and the insole of the shoe is a folded piece of paper. And it is telling you, don't split up. You must find Arthur. As you lean down, 
you take this out of your shoe. Eden, you're momentarily distracted by Lucius pulling a, a piece of paper out of his shoe. I thought you had more pockets. I thought I had pockets as well. I mean, like, I, I, I'm not going to judge. Like, that's a pretty safe spot to keep something, but piece of paper? What, what does it say? It says, don't split up. We must find Arthur. And as you say this, Din, do you enter into the next room to where Joe is? Going to open the door and call through for Joe. Joe, is that you? you? Oh, what the fuck now? I mean, yes. Yes. As you're standing there with your hand on the doorknob, you see Joe standing next to a tall, thin figure with a white head and no face with a uh, noose tied like a tie hanging around their neck. And you feel a large shove as unseen hands push you and the door. Lucius, what you were told not to do just happened as the door slams shut and you are separated from Din and Joe. I think Lucius... Did I hear any of that message behind me? We can say that you heard it. They're probably close enough, but it was like they're a little bit down the hallway. I think Lucius just sort of like stands up a little straighter looks at Eden having seen like whew, like somebody get like yoinked through a doorway and then door shut I'm guessing mm -hmm. um he will steadily approach the door and he'll go to try and open it as you open it you are greeted by another face three faces to be exact you see a woman with long beraggled hair, blindfolded, mouths carefully placed on her palms, but sewn shut, she holds them up. And that is where we're going to go to break. <laughs> Hooray! So we're going to try and be back in five to ten minutes to continue going about this horror uh so don't go no place unless it's to grab a food grab a drink grab a friend or possibly go to indooradventure.redbubble.com pick yourself up something nice and we'll see all of you guys shortly all right everybody see you soon bye bye we're back ready we've, spaghetti we've defeated the technology gremlins and we are ready spaghetti and bye. now you have to defeat the goblin <laughs> <laughs> um anyways uh so right Din, joe arthur yes no oh right yeah no we don't we don't need to we don't need to go looking for arthur uh that sounds like a terrible idea um but if we if you if i'm outvoted by the group which i tend to be at times because people can't recognize that i'm brilliant then i suppose that we should separate cover more ground 
uh, the other part of the note says that um, I am aware of what the note said. Yes, I. I um, but you didn't actually read the note. How can you be aware of what it said? Did you because the... you told you told me what it said. Oh. I I'm a very good listener <laughs> when I choose to. But it would be the easiest way to find our friends again. It would be to find this Arthur fellow. No. Uh, listen. Um, if it's um, the. Uh, um, if 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 I might. I mean, you've already started, so you might as well finish. We could try and find the surveillance room. Maybe then you could uh, locate them more easily. Uh, uh, listen, listen to our friend here. Great ideas all the way around. I like you from the start. Ah, Let's look you. for the surveillance room. Uh, all right. Uh, I'm going to look around. Is the oldest cat here with us? Mm -hmm. The oldest cat is at your feet. Would you be able to show us how to get to the surveillance room? I could. Yes. It's always something with this fucking cat. Now, is that any way to treat an old friend? I hope your attitude improves. Left the place in rather a bit of a mess last time. Come this way. And the cat will stretch again, leading you through the catacombs. They lead you further, further down. It gets colder as you weave through the last resting place of an unimaginable amount of people. Din, there are multitudes here as you pass through archways. And as they lead you round and round, they stop periodically to look back and forth at the crossroads and decide which is the best way to take you. And looking back, the catacombs behind you sometimes seem to shift and move on their own. Resting places and the bones themselves moving to new locations. Maybe to a more comfortable spot. You're not quite sure. As you follow the oldest cat, oldest cat through this twisting maze, I'm going to need you both to roll for me. Yeah. I'm going to give Larry a scratch behind the ears for good luck. Please do. Uh, I rolled a six. Let's freaking go. <laughs> okay. Uh, you said roll a d8? Uh, no, this is, uh, you're rolling oh. your 2d6. This is a well, move. My bad. Uh, uh, this is the oldest house move. Yes. You're trying to follow the oldest cat. You can spend your darkness tokens, tokens and bonds on this. Oh, okay. You mind if I re-roll uh, this time? I'm going to add two darkness tokens. Okay, yeah. Go ahead. Right. You'll have to take the new roll. Yep, I'll take it no matter what it is. I'm adding two darkness tokens, so let's just... Nine, ten, eleven. <laughs> okay. Uh, I got a six, even with two darkness tokens. And a six. I don't remember if eleven's good. Hold on, let me check. <laughs> eleven is not it's good. Not. That's uh, an older shot. It's actually oh. like super good. It's too good. 
Oh, okay, that's mm-hmm. what I thought. Even mm-hmm. better than good. As you are both following behind the oldest cat and the hanged man, they turn a corner, and before you can turn the corner with them, figures from the walls themselves step out in front of you. Their faces and forms warping and moving. Din, you recognize the form they switch into as they take on that brain and tentacle-like visage. And you hear a growling coming from both of these creatures. Joe, you are looking at something that looks like a cross between a brain and a cabbage with tentacles. And it's got a lot of sharp teeth in its mouth. And as they get in your way, they put themselves between you and the oldest cat. The one closest to you begins to take form. Din. Who would you say is your most beloved companion from your past? Ooh, that's a good question. I'm going to say that it's actually Avery. Avery. Avery stands before you suddenly, a sneer on their face as they try to lash out. And Joe, looking beyond Avery, that has suddenly popped up in front of you, the other infiltrator is taking form. Who's a beloved figure from your past? Uh, there's two. <laughs> there's the old Jesus. Uh, okay. And then there's, 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 there's quite a bit. <laughs> okay. Which one does it look like? Ooh, man. Let's go with Guinevere. <laughs> okay. What does Guinevere look like? By the um, way. Uh, thick. No. Um... <laughs> <laughs> You said it, it's Do canon. It, coward. <laughs> <laughs> she a big girl. <laughs> she a big girl, uh, red hair. Um mm-hmm. it's it's like a Renaissance painting almost. Red hair, okay. like piercing green eyes. Um, but rather than being in like a flowy, flowery dress, uh she is she is in um she is in chain chainmail armor with a tabard of Camelot because everybody was able to defend the kingdom. Hell uh, yeah. Uh and I'm going to buck conventions and uh no, she she didn't do archery. She has a big ass axe. <laughs> Hell yeah. We love a lady in armor and with a weapon. <laughs> Uppies, please. <laughs> I just want the final uppy. <laughs> for the boys uh, <laughs> for the boys um, if y'all haven't running 
<laughs> if y'all haven't seen Nora's TikToks, I gotta say, you need to watch them. Uh, yes, uh, you see Guinevere give you a sneering smile and turn and run, scooping up the oldest cat and turning around a different corner, disappearing out of sight. Uh, as this Avery lashes out at both of you with claw-like hands, similar to their Hallie-maws. Uh, I would like to summon Excalibur and just kind of look at Din and go, uh, if you don't do it, I'm going to do it. I mean, I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm like 60% sure that's not the actual one. But if it is, like, you can't hold that against me, right? Uh, Din just sort of looks at you and it's like, uh, it starts to try and pull the sword out of the chest, but I think that sort of strange ichor that had infiltrated it is sort of preventing Din from grabbing the sword out. Something in something in his fault, his heart is faltering in this I moment. Think, I think when you reach in, Din, instead of reaching for the sword, your hand closes around something that beats that you didn't realize you have as you pull out a blackened heart instead. No offense, but that's fucking gross and really not the time right now. You should grab the other thing that you usually pull out of there. Then just stares at the heart. Okay, so I, I guess I'm up to bat then. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna take as, a sleep. And as you do this, Din, I'm gonna have you mark a condition. I'd love to. Numb. I'd love to mark another condition. Ooh, numb. That's a good condition. Yes. Joe, you're gonna try and strike out at Avery? Yeah, I mean, somebody's gotta do it. You know, I don't like to say, I don't like to use the word hero, but sometimes there's no other words that fit, you know? So, um. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm going to lash out the darkness, or what's it called? Unleash uh, the dark. Yeah, because yes. you're using Excalibur. Yes. Yep. Uh, here, here, here we go. It's about the perfect hit every time with Excalibur. Oh. Uh, um. All right. So flashback time. Uh, I think. I think we get to a flashback where uh it's it's uh Joe and Arthur sparring and in the midst of their sparring, uh Guinevere goes uh Guinevere offers drinks to the winner. Uh and it's just it's just a one time Joe just absolutely unleashes on on Arthur and takes him out. Uh, and there's just like Joe placefully chases Guinevere, uh, in very much the same way he will be chasing Guinevere once he's dealt with uh this person, this bird person in front of uh, in front of him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All righty. Uh, and what does uh Excalibur allow you to do for your perfect hit? Does oh, that give that's... you an additional? I think, uh, I think you do. I forgot all about it. Um, 
you press right i describe a flashback uh and i get describe how you embody your contradictory legacy i get to clear a condition or describe how my weapon has been corrupted uh and gain two to four darkness tokens i am going to uh corrupt excalibur some more okay Um, I think that the writing has already started to tell the story about the King of the Harbingers. It is just going to mm-hmm. continue that. And where the hilt was a beautiful ivory and gold, uh, the ivory is becoming uh, ebony instead. So there's like a swirl of white and black uh, of the handle of the blade and the gold is starting to turn to silver. Okay. Uh that silver crown that was forming get any mm-hmm. larger? Oh, uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, it, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's becoming more prominent, and mm-hmm. where it where it was just kind of spokes pointing up like a crown, uh, now it's kind of forming a grasping hand on the top. Wonderful, I love it. Because it's playing into everything. (laughs) (laughs) When you punish yourself for the DM. (laughs) I I rarely have to put, I really have, I really have, you all hurt yourselves and I just show up and facilitate everything else. (laughs) You make my job so easy. Um, Uh, But yeah, I think with this attack, um, with this attack, Joe is going straight for the head. Like this is this. There's no like I'm in a fight. It's like no, I'm trying to kill you. So however you want to play that, go for it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say that with this one, uh, you do definitely connect, and it knocks them off balance for a moment, and they shake their head, uh, trying to collect themselves. Uh, but that brings it to what they're gonna do. Uh, and as they they shake their head, they let out this loud screech at the two of you. And I will be giving you both a condition. Ooh. Unless you would like to tell me how you lean into the darkness to avoid said condition. I I would like to do that, please. Okay. I I think Excalibur is becoming a little bit of a drug mm-hmm. for for Joe in the sense of every time he uses it, he it, it's the worst thing in the world for a narcissist to have something that uh confirms their belief. So mm-hmm. it's just whatever this creature is gonna do to him, it's like, how dare you? deign to do anything to me when I am your king (laughs) Mm -hmm. so yeah that's it's just he refuses to acknowledge being attacked by a subject okay mark one ruin (laughs) din are you gonna take take a condition? condition okay uh you are going to take the condition uh, what conditions do you already have? So I have cornered, and uh, you said numb, but the closest one to the ones that I have is distant. Okay, that'll work. 
Um, I have merciless and despairing unmarked currently. Hmm. Let's take despairing because I think that will be the closest to confusion. Mm -hmm. So you could use either of those terms interchangeably as far as I'm concerned. Sounds good. Uh, all right. Uh, Din, you are, you are, you don't understand why Avery would do this. It's, it, it's a, it's jarring. <sighs> Joe. You're reveling in this. What do you, what do the two of you do next? To deal with this thing that's between you and the oldest cat. Thank you, Din, for showing me my station in all of this, because if your hand is the one that fell God, truly not worthy of the title. Someone worthy should take it. Oh, um, is this part of the test? Would you like me oh, to Oh, for uh, the love of God. <laughs> Wait, actually, I'm going to wreck on that. He's going to legitimately not even be funny go, for the love of me. <laughs> is that a yes? I do require explicit consent to enter combat. Please you have you can help. my permission. Oh, wonderful. Uh, and the hanged man is going to uh, go after this person because they don't know who it is and they don't care. Uh, and you watch as they throw their arms up and a web of rope springs down from their hands and lashes out at this uh this infiltrator that currently looks like Avery and yanks them around the neck up into the air. I can only hold them there for a little bit, uh, but I will create this opening for you should either one of you like to intervene in their demise. I'm gonna I'm going to take another swing with Excalibur. Okay. Um we're going to be adding those two darkness points. What's more? Oh, miss! Uh, yes. Does Excalibur have any specific miss uh, connotations to it? Let's, let us see. Uh, you take this move. Describe a flashback. You gain a bond. Uh, Otherwise, we'll just use the one for Unleash the Dark. Nope, there's yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, we're gonna count that as an unleash the darkness. You have greatly underestimated them. The keeper will describe the desperate position you find yourself in as you go to lunge forward and swing out tentacles from this infiltrator, whip out and oh. whip Excalibur out well, of your I, hand. Actually, uh, oh, oh, I got a thing, yeah? I got a thing. I'm going to, I have a bond. I've got one bond left. Uh, Do you, can you get that up to an eight? Seven, yeah, yeah, good. Three for me. Okay. Um, I hope this bond is actually with Arthur. Funny oh, no. enough. So I'm going to burn that to get it to a three. Okay. Um, so that brings it up to an eight. Mm-hmm. Which is a perfect hit. 
Um, yeah. What's the and flashback? The flashback is it's it's a quiet moment between Arthur and Joe and Arthur being kind and genuine just asked is there something going on this, you could save our friendship if you're honest with me just tell me the truth because the wondering is driving me mad and Joe goes you've always been mad but no there's nothing to wonder about chasing shadows when you should be chasing after Morgan. And it's just them joking back and forth after that. Mm. Uh, and in the real world, we just see uh, Joe opens his hands, Excalibur is floating, and just goes to cut uh, Avery in half. Okay. Uh, and I will say, with that role, that is going to be enough to end this uh infiltrator and as you slice them in half avery's image melts away and you are left with two halves of this writhing wriggling mass of tentacles and fleshy bits with angry eyebrows according to my drawing <laughs> oh those <laughs> eyebrows <laughs> so angry looking it's like the groucho marks like super bushy eyebrows <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, when the sword comes back to his head and dismisses it it's gonna full on turn to den and go you mind telling me what the fuck that was about den is just holding this blackened heart in her hand um the there was a plant in the first room we were in with the computers, um, it attacked um, Eden, and I think is Eden I think okay? this thing is Eden's fine. I took care of it, but I think the infiltrators in this house are taking the forms of people or things we we know, things that we would look to for comfort and they're twisting them and making them attack us. That's why you don't look to people for comfort. That's what booze is for. That, that woman, she took the cat. Right. Yeah. Uh, that, that took the form of an old friend of mine. I'll, I've I'll, got a slowly try and put the, the beating heart back in my chest. You you can do this. Uh, it's similar to putting the sword back. You can shove it back into that void and as you pull your hand out the fingers that held that black beating stained heart still bear the same inky black stain. No matter how much you try to wipe it off on your clothes, it does not come off. I'm holding tight onto Larry's leash. Larry's looking up at you. He's scratching behind his ear. 
This place is too, you're too good for this place, Larry. Borf. Well, fuck me I, then, huh? I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys heading after Guinevere? Yeah. Okay. Uh, as you run down the hallways, uh, the hangman follows you. Uh, still gung-ho about his uh, initiation into Division. And as you turn the corner, uh, there is nothing there but a door. Someone roll me, one of you roll me a D8. Let's see if you end up, uh, let's see where you end up. Boop. Eight. Also eight. an eight. <laughs> okay. Uh, as the two of you open the door, um, you open to an office. The office is sparse and unwelcoming. A table sits alone in a painfully open space. As you step into the room, what evidence of violence do you find here? Din, we'll go with you for this part of the question. Uh, you said that it's an office? Yeah. Uh, I think that uh there is a water cooler um but there are large slash marks uh that have uh penetrated through it and through the wall behind it and the water has spilled out onto the floor uh still wet on the ground all right and joe what was the murder weapon a rock or, or uh like a paperweight like uh oh <laughs> it, uh, yeah it's a rock but it's one of those himalayan salt things <laughs> those have been around for a while fuck it that's what it is that's how yeah that's how you spell himalayan i'll google it later <laughs> colonel mustard in the office with this <laughs> And as you two stand there in this room, uh, let's pop back over to uh, Lucius and Eden. The two of you walked through a room, uh, walk walked into the museum, beautifully lit exhibits featuring key moments in the history of division. Uh, roll me, actually flip a coin or roll me a D2. Uh, heads is one, tails is two. Lucius, you're one, Eden's two. Two. Eden. Well, hi. How was your most harrowing moment portrayed here for all to see? Ooh, okay. Um, I think that there is on display um, bits of things that um, Division has discovered. Like there are things from when Eden was unearthed, like pieces of the root that um, were around her when they first completely um you know took her out of the ground under the millions of years of sediment and things that she um 
had rested under for so long. Um, but I think in addition to that, um, there are also pieces of what look like just a driftwood to like really anyone else. Um, but the people that know, um, know that this was part of the Ark. One of the only surviving um, pieces of humanity from the floods. That lasted for 39 more days. You, <clears throat> you look this exhibit over. Your photo's there as well. And sitting not too far is a smaller display case. Still a part of your exhibit. But in it is something you didn't even realize that Division had connected to you. Sitting in the display case on a soft green velvet pillow sits an apple, unaging, unmarred, save for a bite mark. Why would this be here in the oldest house? Why, why would any of this be here? Uh, Lucius not taking his eyes off of the apple with that tantalizing someone else already bit into it mark on it. Um, he says, what a better place to store all of their greatest failures and findings than an exhibit where you are never able to leave. Hmm. Do you think if anything is removed that it resets when this house resets? Or do you I don't think know. I feel like it could go here... either way. As you two think back on your knowledge of the house, fragments about it come back to you. You remember bits here and there. Lucius, you remember that the oldest house is the singular place that is older than the universe itself. It can appear anywhere and it begins to call out. Eden, through your research at Division, and your time working for them, you know that Division has been aware of the oldest house for quite some time. You're aware that an old report mentions Joe. 
But reports of the oldest house, they were all very inconsistent, confusing. They obfuscate more than they clarify. And you know that whenever the house shows up and calls out, one by one, humans and monsters alike wander into the oldest house. After a while, they forget the people who love them. And the people who love them will forget that they ever existed as reality itself is changed. And when the oldest house leaves, it's always left behind something new or someone new. There were records of new monsters birthed, new folk tales that somehow have always been told. And you're both aware of new people with beautifully crafted memories that will change the world around them forever, walking out of it. Often, whatever is left behind by the oldest house has been targeted by harbingers. How are you feeling about this room? How are you feeling about this place? You want to, <laughs> you, you want to grasp the keys here? Yeah, I, I think place? yeah, I think that's kind of the next thing that I, I want to think of. Because um, I know yeah, I know what I, I want to do keys. next, but like you do your thing. <laughs> okay, it sounds like you're you're wanting me to get distracted so you can oh, eat that apple. What? That'd be crazy. Who you? That sounds like something someone who's obsessed would do. <laughs> Not me though. I'm different. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> that is what a junkie would say. Oh my god, he can stop at any time. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. okay. Where do you send yeah. someone for uh, for knowledge anonymous? <laughs> Reddit. <laughs> no. All of that knowledge will just clean itself right out in like a solid afternoon. Oh my god. R slash cheese making. Let's go. Oh my god. Um yeah, no, I I think grasp me at keys uh, would be a good thing to do in this room. So. Okay. Yeah. Oh, do I use a darkness token? I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna roll. Maybe? <laughs> okay, well. Hold on. Let me see. Oh, I still do have bonds with Joe left. Which means I can use it for three. So I'm going to use one of my bonds with Joe. Okay. Make that a nine, which will be a perfect hit. Okay. Eden as... You and Lucius look about. You notice a stack of books, a, a towering stack. It's nearly as tall as you are. And grabbing one, you see detailed with hunting accuracy. The entire lives, no, the entire existence of you your friends recorded in these tomes. 
I'm like, how how recent? Like up to the moment of us going into the house? Up to the moment of you picking up this book. You leaf through it and you see what Din and Joe have been up to in the house while you've been separated. Oh, we can maybe use that. Lucius? <laughs> she looks over her shoulder. What is Lucius doing? Lucius is just like, I think that he has his hand up to his mouth, but he is biting the inner fatty part between the thumb and the and the like pointer finger and there is just drool that is coming down onto his chin as he's looking at this apple um and when you like lucius like oh this book has everything it's just hmm and then like kind of like takes his hand down they're like clear bite marks where he has just been like don't fucking do it don't eat that apple that's eden's you gotta ask before you eat that fucking apple joe didn't ask and that was really weird um so he like takes out like a handkerchief and like wipes his hand, wipes his mouth, and like straightens a little bit, um, and says, uh, uh, "So these books have everything that we've done up until this point. How did we get here? Do the books say that? Do they? As you leaf back through them." The books begin to write and unwrite themselves. You see mention of Yates, but then Yates isn't there. You see mention of Larry, but then Larry was left back at the office. You see talk of your meeting with the oldest cat and then losing the oldest cat. You met Arthur and then Arthur never existed. And then Arthur existed again. You walked in here alone. You walked in here with Joe. The two of you never came in here at all. It's almost as if the fabric of reality and what you have been up to within this structure is constantly in flux. Prior to you setting foot in here though, uh, everything is very accurate, including uh, the description of Joe's orgy the, the night previous. Sorry. Why That's now is it so brain. many pages? <laughs> that is graphic detail. I, I didn't realize you could put that many adjectives in a sentence. I don't know why this requires footnotes. It's making <laughs> references to old documents. And not like those are historical texts. Those aren't even like sexy times. <laughs> there are sort of there are cited sources. Just there are citations <laughs> added. Postmodern history and you, a reader. Um, now I think Lucius looking at that is going to do very silently, Eden, you were given a pen on a book, were you not? Mm-hmm. Do you think that if you were to write in this book whose future is unstable, that you could solidify a few things? I mean, it's worth a shot. Also, that's yours. Points towards the apple. Yes. For the sake of our memories having disappeared, 
and us knowing not very much about this, do you think that uh, potentially consuming a piece uh, of that apple would give us knowledge that we are otherwise missing? Not that one. Not that one? That will be an absolutely immutable part of myself, no matter what entity outside of space and time wants to do. Then I say this to you now. Just because you are missing a piece, just because something was bitten off of it, that does not mean that it is not whole. That doesn't mean you are not whole. I will not ask about this apple again. That sounds like a reveal your heart to me, Lucius. I'll do it. Do it. <laughs> Eat the apple, you fucking wimp. <laughs> Some of us consider consent about eating our friends' fruits. <laughs> Someone please clip that for me. Please clip that. Oh, my God. No. So, What'd you roll? I Thanks. rolled some. Something interrupts or undermines the moment. A dire warning consequence or an aspect of the mystery itself. The keeper will tell you what happens next. <laughs> Fantastic. Because let me tell you what happens. A spinning, spinning black pyramid, immense and hanging down in the air, begins to form above you. Coming out of space itself... Distorted voices speak at different volumes, and then a single voice breaks through. The threads of time cannot take much more. We are running out of chances. We must proceed as the clock ticks forward. And that is where we're going to call it for tonight. Hooray for mysterious black upside down pyramid hanging above us. This is a great. It's fine. <laughs> no. This is fun. The episode can't end until you eat that apple. <laughs> no. Next time, we got to leave him on a cliffhanger. You know, he's still a little peckish. Um... <laughs> but that is it for our game. This was incredible. I had a blast. I had an absolute blast playing in this game, but I always have a blast whenever these folks are on the channel. Hey, Sarah, where can we find you? What do you do? Hey, everybody. Uh, you can find me all over the internet as the Hype Goblin. Uh, I run games here on Twitch uh, and all over the place. Uh, you can currently find me here on Sunday nights running this fantastic game. It brings me so much joy. Uh, and over on my own channel, uh, under the same moniker, uh, where I run a 5e homebrew campaign that is a big old double middle finger to uh, Wizards of the Coast because I don't use any of their content in my game. I use a lot of resources from the Griffin Saddlebag, Cobalt Press, and a whole lot of other smaller creators uh, in the third-party publishing part of the community because that is truly the part of the community that makes playing the game great. So if you'd like to check that out, check us out for uh, Luck and Chaos uh, Thursday nights at 7.30 uh, Eastern Standard Time. Or go check out the podcast of the same name that I edit myself and I spend a lot of time working on. Please go listen to it. I would love it if you did that. That's me. I guess I'm next. Yes. 
Hey, I'm Noir. I play Joe. You can find me all over the internet as the Noir Nick with us Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, High Blue Sky, Megatron, OnlyFans, Pornhub, wherever. Oh, uh, <laughs> you got I, a Pornhub? You got a Megatron account, <laughs> dude? I've been on the list for months. <laughs> yeah, you, you just just look for me. You can find me. Uh, and, and, hey, have have a very great. Very great uh, happy holidays to you, except if you are a CEO of a company that feels like laying off people before Christmas is a good idea. In that case, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I hope you step in a puddle and your socks never dry. I hope Damn. you find every Lego you've ever encountered in your life with your feet. <laughs> <laughs> May the may the underside of your pillow always be warm and stinky. <laughs> and I'm Anita. Uh, you can find me everywhere at Panita. I'm a TTRPG streamer, graphic designer, producer, and cat mom about the space. Uh, playing the role of the oldest cat tonight was our cat Watson. Uh, you can also find me on the Critical Misses channel, where I am the uh, showrunner and co-host of Morning Ritual. Uh, and we're going to be starting up a new uh, season fairly soon, uh, as soon as uh, my creative director uh, gets done uh, with with winter break because uh, being a full-time teacher is is tough work um other than that um i think star trek adventures is coming back on tuesdays in the new year uh over on modifius's channel um but other than that again ceos warm side of warm underside of your pillow all the time you'll never find the cool side of the pillow again i hope everything you drink tastes like vinegar no. Unless they're into that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a problem in and of itself, then. Uh... <laughs> hey, everybody. It's me, Sir Heikelot. You know, I'm here. I'm on your screen. That's per usual tonight. I played Eden. Um, who? Everything's fine. Everything's fine, TM. Um, don't worry about it. Um, not until next episode. Um, you can find me everywhere on the internet at Sir Heckla, including Twitch, Itch, I guess Twitter, um, Instagram, Blue Sky. I'm all over the place. Just find me. It's the best place to figure out where I'm going to be on the TTRPG space next because I tend to do a lot. I wear a lot of hats. I go a lot of places. Uh, I do things like game design, video editing, graphic design, um, and then a bunch of APs. Um, at least for this coming week, um, you can actually find me in another creepy old house over on Lost Caravan RPG on... Tuesday, um, playing in Eidolon's Door. It is a game made in our uh, October game jam. Um, I already ran a Final Girl Sim for it um, earlier this month, but uh, this is one of the other amazing games that was made, um, and I can't wait to play it because it's going to be really fun, and I'm, I'm here for these haunted house vibes. It's very good. Um, I do a whole bunch of other things on other channels, including Neon Lights Roleplay, Enchanting Sorcery, I already mentioned Lost Caravan, um, Singularity Roleplay. I'm, I'm kind of all over, and I tend to not shut up about it on social, so just find me there so you can find me everywhere else. Um, that's me. 
And if you've made it this far, you probably already know who I am. But if you don't, hey, Acorns, what's up? It's me, your buddy, your pal, your friend, the indoor adventurer, the showrunner here at twitch.tv slash indoor adventures. We do shows like this on Sundays at 3 p.m. And tomorrow, hey, hey, guess what? We're doing our Q, our live Q&A uh, being hosted by our dear friend Levi from chat. Uh, for our Four Keeps campaign, which is going to also mark the 200th episode for the Four Keeps campaign. A uh, really good way to put a bow on it right before the holidays. I'm very excited. Uh, so, hey, consider joining us then and checking that out. Then in the new year, we got a lot of stuff slotted. We got some new projects, some new things, and hopefully some new assets coming that way as well. But... With that being said, I would like to once again say thank you to everybody who decided to stop on by. Thank you to these players for putting up with my bullshit once again. Sarah, thank you so much for running this game, and I hope most CEOs eat shit. And with that, we're going to be heading off into, night, into Nights in the Courtyard, the after show that we like to do for all you guys. Hopefully we see you there. All right, everybody, see you soon.